God morning. If we liken ourselves like God's children, we can receive from him. Children always receive from their parents. They freely receive and they never question anything. So we are God's children and we need to be ready to receive. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and my blessings have already started. I want to dedicate today's podcast to Nathan. And Nathan is going to be preaching today for the first time, and he's 25. God bless him. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. There is always so much truth in the basic. Okay. So, you know, I went to class last night. You know, I'm on fire for Jesus. Good information. And this is kind of like the sermon I put together from my notes. So God be with me. First thing that the professor said was, let us review. And that really struck me. And I think that as Christians, it's a good thing for us to review our day and the things that happened and where God showed up and where we showed out. I think it's a good thing to review. You can go back and review your past actions just within the week. You can go back and review the times that you helped someone, gave to the poor. So anyway, I really responded to that. Let us review. Amen. So, if we liken ourselves like God's children, we can receive from Him. That is so powerful. Because everything comes from God. He blesses us every day. And we just have to receive When you're in relationship with God, he's the best friend that you could probably ever imagined. Because when you're walking with God, you are walking with the person that makes it all happen. And you know how they used to say you're seated at the right hand of the Father? Well, 
when you're communicating with God, you are seated right there and he does everything that you desire. It's really interesting. Okay, humility. Humility, people get so afraid of that word. Be humble, show some humility. Well, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It is thinking of yourself less. And that's what God wants. That's when they say, God loves humility. Blessed are the meek, the humble. Very interesting. And then the Son of Man came to save that which was lost. Okay. God likes bringing in the lost. So even those of us that are attracted to this podcast, we might have been a little bit lost. You know, isn't that interesting? And then God brings us in. He finds his sheep. He brings in the lost. If we dwindle off of this path, then we're starting to get lost again and we catch it and then we come back to God. If someone is not in good favor with God right now, he's lost. The Son of Man came to save that which is lost. And now we can say, I was lost, but now I'm found. We are found, listeners. Yay! Okay, did you know that seven was the number of perfection? Interesting. Seven days of the week. It took God seven days to create this earth. So we do, in fact, live in a cycle of seven. You get paid every seven days or on the 14th, which is two times seven. Anyway, I just uh, I just don't want us to miss that God put us on a schedule. He put us on a cycle. And what I see in it is that kind of like every seven days, we get to recreate again. It's like a freshness that comes on. And that's true. Because when you hit Monday morning, you're like, okay, I get to do this whole week again. How am I going to make changes? Uh, Just anyway, something to think about. You are forgiven when you ask for it. That's true say, oh gosh, forgive me for being late. I ran into traffic. You're forgiven. Oh, you know, forgive me for bumping into you. Excuse me. You're forgiven. Or if you get into a fight with a friend and you're like, oh my God, I was out of line. I'm sorry. Please forgive me, please. And your friend will forgive you. So you are forgiven if you ask for it, right? Yeah. 
and God forgives us every day. Every time we slip with a curse word, God forgives us. Every time we roll our eyes at somebody in frustration, you know, God forgives us. Every time we walk past a homeless person and don't acknowledge them in some way or give them something or pray for them, anything, tell them God loves them, we're forgiven. God is our shield. And faith enables us to make him our shield in the battle of life. And yes, there is a battle of life, no matter what. But with the Lord, he's our shield and our protector. I know you agree. Stay right there. We'll be right back with some more prayers, some more thoughts, some more sharing. And we're back, and I'm still in class. (laughs) I tell you, it's so awesome. It just opens me up, and I love knowledge. I love it. God's salvation protects our head, the control center of our bodies. Yeah. The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, also protects us. The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So if we have the Word of God in our mind and in our mouth or whatever, that's like having a sword in defense. I love it. In battle. Here's a good one. There's a difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. Now, Forgiveness is what sets you free. So that should be easy. We all just need to, boom, get into that habit where we say, God, I forgive him for what he did. Please bless him and move on. You don't have to tell the person. I mean, if you see them, yeah. But if you don't see them and someone has done you wrong, just look straight up to heaven. Say, God, I forgive him for what he's done. Please bless him. And then God has taken it off you. It's great. By the way, the Proverbs talk quite a bit about how we are to be. And you know, I love Proverbs. Honestly, instructions from the Lord. We got to put the armor on. Jesus is found in the believer. That's right. In you and me. Because we are both believers. Uh, One of the other classmates uh, tonight asked me, said, Pamela, how long have you, you know, known the Lord, been walking with him? And I said, Nathan, I'm proud to say all of my life. So as long as you've known about God and you've known the Lord, you have walked with him. You deviated, of course, to sin here and there. 
and ask for forgiveness and do it again. But bottom line, you were walking with God. If you knew there was a God in heaven, you were walking with God. By putting on the armor of the Lord, we implement his presence. God gives us the promises and we say amen. When things happen for us, it is God saying yes. How about that? I thought that was amazing. So, you know, good things. If you get a new job, you get a new friend, a new class, a new idea, a new way. That is God saying, yes, he made it happen. Everything comes from him. God is in the details. Listeners, I think we should declare with our mouths right now, dear God, I praise you with all of my inward parts. And as I pray this way, the Holy Spirit will register within my spirit. When good things happen, it's God saying yes. I love that. Okay. Men may spurn our appeals, reject our message, oppose our arguments, despise our persons, but they are helpless against our prayers. How about that? That's right. You're trying to appeal to someone. Someone else is rejecting your message like your son is rejecting you, trying to save him from something. Or a person opposes your arguments or they despise you. This is unbelievable. They are helpless against our prayers. So you can repeat after me. Jesus, you are my truth. Jesus, you are my righteousness. Jesus, you are my faith. Jesus, you are my salvation. Jesus, you are my living word. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back with some promises. Here's something beautiful. It's called For Lack of a Nail. For lack of a nail, the shoe was lost. For lack of the shoe, the horse was lost. For lack of a horse, the rider was lost. For lack of the rider, the message was lost. For lack of the message, the battle was lost. For lack of the battle, the kingdom was lost. And all 
for the lack of a horseshoe nail. We have to have Jesus in our lives. Jesus is the nail in everything that comes together for us. He holds it together. Do not lose the nail. Rippling effect. I thought that was beautiful. Now, let's talk about some promises and where they are quoted in the Bible. Because those are fun to know. John 14, 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Okay, now these are promises. Hebrews 5.9 Having been made perfect, he became to all those who obey him the source of eternal salvation. And Psalm 91, my God in whom I trust, for it is he who delivers you from the snare of the trapper and from deadly pestilence. There it is in black and white. And how many more promises are there in the Bible? It's amazing. We get involved with so many things that we often lack the most important of all. And that's God. Setting our love on the Lord is our number one priority. All else will flow from that. I know I'm sounding preachy. I know I'm using my down tones but this is coming from my heart. Just me taking notes on what I'm learning from deeper study in the Bible, and it's just too beautiful not to share. The greatest commandment of all is that you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind, and with all your strength. How about that? As we cling to the Lord, he will be our protection. Jesus talks a lot in the Bible about being thrown into darkness. Proverbs 18.10 The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. You are my refuge, my fortress, my God. In you do I trust. I know your name. You are my righteousness, my sanctifier, my peace, my healer, my provider, my banner and my shepherd your presence 
dwells within me. The 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. I'm gonna pause there on this lesson and I'll continue it tomorrow. Three hours, guys, of fabulous, fabulous teaching. Shout out to you, Pastor Bob. Thank you for all. Be right back. And God's way day by day. Matthew 6:25 says, "Do not worry about your life." This is not a suggestion, it is a command. You may say, "But I can't help feeling anxious." I have always been a worrier. Well, my response is, oh, yes, you can. There's nothing about a circumstance that automatically creates anxiety. Anxiety occurs because of the way we respond to a problem or troubling situation. Your ability to choose is part of God's gift of free will to every human being. You can choose how you feel. You can choose what you think about. And you can choose how you will respond to the circumstance. Amen. Ooh, that's hard. They're hard on us. Hard on us. <clears throat> and now from prayers from the wilderness. God bless you, Avis Marcus, because you sure do know how to pray. Close your eyes, bow your head. Father, today is another day when I am trying to once again begin my God-given assignment. Even though my heart is in the right place, sometimes the issues of life and household tasks overwhelm me. Every day my goal is to follow your lead, listen to your voice, and trust in your directions. It is truly my desire to stay on task for you. So please teach me the discipline of developing a routine that yields a harvest for you. I know it will make a difference in my life. Instruct me in the order needed to fulfill every task you give me. Bless me with your routine and not my own. Show me how to follow your schedule so that I live a life of divine purpose every day. 
Teach me to begin each day with you and ask you to give me a disciplined spirit and a loving heart. Lord, teach me to follow and to trust in your authority over my life. Help me to acknowledge a disciplined life produces fruit. But please do not allow me to be so rigid about working on what you assigned me to do this season that I do not recognize your hand redirecting and changing the use of my time. As you bless me with discipline, Father, please provide me with balance so that I am not fixated on meeting goals and then forget to love, laugh, and enjoy relationships. Father, remind me that discipline is for your glory and for my good. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Indonesia, the Netherlands, France, Philippines, Brazil, Argentina, United Kingdom, Bosnia and Herzegovina. I feel like I have them memorized. That's how excited I am to have you listening. So for your assignment today, quickly, sorry, please go out and make a friend with one of the homeless. Just adopt them. It's interesting. Just find one that's kind of in your area that you, it may be the first time you're seeing them or not, but just pick one and just tell them, say, I'm your guardian angel. How can I help you today? And then you know, keep your distance, be safe, but you're letting them know that God sees them. Okay, bye for now.